This is Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical or theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Today's question comes from Peggy. Peggy writes, can you please explain a few terms that I am hearing more frequently and direct me to some biblically sound resources to learn more? So here are her terms, Dr. E. She wants to know, reformed, as in the context, she has come out as being reformed, Calvinism and Armenianism. Now, Real quick plug, this is fun because the last two episodes we've released have talked about these at length, but we're going to do it quicker for Peggy. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, reform really has to do with the early reformers, beginning with Luther and Calvin, Zwingli, Melanchthon, and others, who were trying to correct the excesses of the Catholic Church, specifically indulgences and some other views that became certainly controversial, if not heretical. So the reformed group were Catholic priests who left the church and challenged the church on these issues. So when someone says they're reformed, they're reacting against the excesses of the Catholic church. Calvinism is just that. John Calvin comes along 16th century. What Luther started sort of as a a grass fire, John Calvin pours gas on. And, And Calvin writes extensively about a more biblical theological framework moving away from the Catholic Church as being, the Catholics still view the church has to interpret the Bible. Mm -hmm. You and me as people can't understand it on our own. The church has to give interpretations. So they have councils and bishops and bishops' papers and so forth, papal announcements. And and the Reformation and Calvin in particular said, no, it's available for everybody in their own language, if you will. And so Calvin then becomes a grass fire, bonfire, but... He also gets in trouble. He and Luther both had some unfortunate views that still held on to Catholic vestiges, infant baptism for one, Mm -hmm. the presence of the Lord at the Lord's Supper, number two, and others. Mm -hmm. But basically, Calvinism was, let's call it the packaging of the Reformation in an intellectual and theological framework. And then Arminianism is this guy, Jacob Arminius. He's the reason the tulip was written. He came along and challenged the idea of election, of predestination. He challenged the idea that you were always saved. He said, no, you have to persevere or you'll lose your salvation. Mm -hmm. And that would be probably the benchmark today of an Armenian church. They're going to say you can lose your salvation if you're not good enough. The Mm -hmm. Catholic Church, Wesleyan churches, the Assemblies of God churches, generally speaking, Nazarenes, a lot of other Mm -hmm. issues they hold to, but they would be Armenian in that you can lose your salvation. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of a high-level view of each of those. Is that helpful? Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. My understanding of Arminius is he was kind of coming from the standpoint of he was working through the tension of what it means for God to be sovereign and totally in control, but also for man to have free will. He leans more on the side of God created man with free will, and God is never going to do something that negates that free will. And so you can lose your salvation under this lens because it's free will, and you can choose to, you know, renounce that. Or you can resist God's grace, Christ out on the cross for all his graces to extend it to all, but because you have free will, you can resist it. Is that right? It was really rooted in that, and, and really he's trying to defend yeah. the doctrine of free will, but overexerted himself 
in a way that kind of gets biblically No, that's, that's great sticky. you point that out because, <laughs> and, and this is always the tension with predestination, election, free will, man's choice. Yeah. If we're elect before right. the foundation, chosen before the foundation time, we're elect, we're predestined, you put those together, I don't even have a choice. Yeah. And some of the arched reform thinkers would say you don't. I would say you have to respond by faith at some point. Now, mm-hmm. where it gets real tricky both in Reformation teaching as well as evangelical teaching, is are we responding by faith on our own, or does God give us the faith to respond? And that is a hairy subject. Yeah. Right. Augustine's line about he was drug kicking and screaming into the kingdom of heaven Mm -hmm. resonates really well with the arch reform camp. Didn't have a choice. Yeah. I would still argue you had to respond to that. Augustine had to respond to that. Mm-hmm. Now, does God give me the grace to respond? This is where it gets gummy. So Arminius is not, yeah. I mean, he's a heretic in many ways, but he was grappling with the age-old question, what part does man have in his salvation? Yes. To me, yes. the more important aspect of Arminius is what secures my salvation. Yeah. Because if you walk the aisle, pray the prayer, I mean, I think a lot of people kind of bumble into faith. Mm -hmm. Children express faith in all kinds of ways that are incorrect. And then hopefully we're growing as disciples, right? And we're learning about what it means, the assurance of salvation. I'm learning what Ephesians 2, 8, and 9 means years after I trusted Christ. Oh, Mm -hmm. by grace I was saved, not anything I did. It was a gift of God. And so it makes more sense to me. So hopefully we're not trying to pinpoint every piece of theology, you're a perfect disciple the moment you trust Christ. That's Mm -hmm. ludicrous. So Arminius and Christians today wonder, am I really saved? Mm -hmm. The answer is, on what are you basing your faith? Yeah. If you're basing it on the part you do, you're in trouble. Right, right. If you're basing it on what Christ has done in his word, then you have the security of the believer. Mm -hmm. And again, that I, I think... Not to completely disregard Arminius as a heretic, but that's where he was on to something. Don't we have to do something? Yeah. Right. You have to respond by faith. Who gives me the yeah. power to do that? Well, we'll argue this one forever. <laughs> but at the it's end of the day, if you trust in Christ and Christ yeah. alone for your salvation, yeah. are you trusting in Christ and Christ alone for your salvation? Then you yeah. have the security of the believer, not in what you do, but what he right. has done. Right. And that's grace the best I can define it. Amen, amen, and amen. All right. If you've got a question for Dr. E, call us, text us, email us. The info is in your show notes. Ask Dr. E is produced by me, Hannah Seymour, mixed and mastered by Sonamorphic, and music composed by Jason Germain. 